This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. This is a show about stuff, your stuff specifically. Um, We're talking about uh, old jewelry, sports memorabilia, art, uh, fine china, Uh, post-war memorabilia, comics, uh, any sort of thing that you've got lying around in a dusty closet or in a curio cabinet, and you're thinking, I want to get rid of that, or maybe I don't want to get rid of that, but I want to know if this is worth anything. My my grandfather or my great-grandfather left me this, and what is this worth? Well, lucky for you, we're here with Paul Kenny the star of Storage Wars uh, and Northern Treasures on A&E. And he's here to tell you exactly what your stuff is worth or maybe a more approximate uh, valuation of your stuff. Uh, How was your week, Paul? Hey, I had a great week this week. Unbelievable, actually. uh, We gave away $29 million yesterday on... uh, I was down at the London Comic uh, Comic Con, and I met a lot of fans. And we gave, like I say, $29 million. I bought some more friends last week. I mean, this week. There was a, it was a great show. William Shatner was there. Uh, Neil Adams. Uh, they, I think the attendance was like 10,000 people. It was hot, and it was crowded the whole time we were there. And uh, he, I signed autographs for people. I think it was the only person in the building signing free autographs. I think William Shatner was charging $80 and Neil Adams was charging $50. People ask me what I charge for my autograph. I says, nothing. I says, here it is. You know, I'm, I'm glad to have fans. I'm glad you remember the show. I'm glad you recognize me. And, uh, but we're also on storage. And I want to tell people, a lot of people come up and there was some other people come up and said, uh, you're the guy from Canadian Pickers. I said, no, I'm from Storage Wars, Storage Wars Canada or Storage Wars uh, Northern Treasures, which is now on A&E. He might be on, um, but we sold, and at the show, we sold thousands of comics um, and cards, and it was crowded. It's, um, I'm just like, say, I had a lot, a lot of fun. Now, it's open. That show is still open till 5 o'clock today. I'm not there because I can't be in two places at one time. But it was an amazing experience just having people coming up and talking to us about the show, asking me questions, and a lot of, some people just going by and say, I know that guy. I know that guy. And I don't bite. I'm always happy to have the fans come up and talk to us and, and even ask me questions about the show or even more important, ask me what their stuff's worth. But besides that, before I even did that, I had a great week. Like this week, uh, somebody brought in 12 sets of dishes, 12, Ainsley, Royal Dalton, Minton, uh, Johnson Brothers, 
and we're we're going to take care of them. We're going to help them get rid of this stuff. Did you and, have a good uh, response from the fans at the Comic Con? Oh, you know, no, everyone's happy. This is the nice thing about it at the at Comic Con at these comic shows, is that everyone's. They're having a good time. There was people smiling. There was people um, fulfilling their collections. Uh, they're bringing back memories. I mean, I mean, the people, when William Shatner was up on stage, there was a resounding, resounding cheer for him. That's the best way to put it. And he talked about the show and the production of the show. And it was just, you could see, it's nice to see 10,000 people smiling. That's the best way to put it. And like I said, and there were some people came up to me, asked me what their stuff is worth. I made a couple of appointments to see people this week down in London. Uh, they said they had to, uh, they're getting rid of um, their stuff. They're downsizing. And they want to know what to do with their, they want to know what their stuff is worth. But they also want to know how to get rid of it. And what there's two things. Some appraisers come in and say, like you get a diamond appraisal, say this ring is worth $20,000. But in the real world, all you can get for it is 5000 Well, which is the real price, the appraised price or what you can actually get for it? Most people are just interested in what they can get for it, okay? And that's what we're here for. Like, I know, like, I'm going to digress a bit. I was listening to um, Zoomer this week, and they came on the song, Mac the Knife. Yeah, great song. And, great song. And it brought back a flood of memories to me. When I was in college, okay, because I was a disc jockey back then, and I used to end the night with Mac the Knife. I love the song, but it made me smile. And this is what our stuff in that we have in the house is. Uh, people have stuff that makes them smile. They look over at something on the, on the shelf and they say, I'm smart. That, that, I remember what I was doing that day when I got that. And this is where, but it always comes down where as we get along, we have to get, we either get too many smiles, too many memories, or too much stuff. Or and just you can't buy anything unless you get rid of something. That's the best way. There's no room for anything more. Or people are downsizing. And what Bogart and I do is we take the stress out of it. Because I'm a collector and I've been doing it a long time. And I know it's tough to get rid of this stuff. It is tough to get rid of this stuff. And But Bogart and I, like I said... We, we spend a lot of time trying to take the stress out of it because and, and, we appreciate that it says you've had this for 45 years and you want to make sure it goes to a good home or you want to make sure that you're getting the fair amount of money for it. You bought it for $4, but now it's worth 3500 You want part of that money. Well, speaking of getting appraisals, I have a feeling you forgot to give out the phone numbers. Oh! I, I found my way into the building. Bogart is in the building. Yes, thank you, Bogart. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know if you went over. Uh, no, anything. no, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. We we jumped right in because we had the time down in in London, and we were talking about William Shatner. Sorry, give the phone numbers of what people can phone if they want to phone the show right now. Okay, slowly. Okay, so uh, in the GTA we got four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero, and the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And this is like if you have anything you want to get checked out, praised, you know, you're looking at something right now, you always wondered what the value was, jewelry, art, you know, old China, silver plate comics, like as you were just saying, you went to the comic show, vintage video games, whatever it is, like my dad wants to hear about it and he wants to tell you the price about it. Yeah. Well, this week we bought a collection, some other dealer offered them 2000 and we paid 6000 That's a big difference on a collection, you know what I mean? And it's like... That's why, remember, we always say get two appraisals or get two va values on your stuff. 
Don't be afraid. I mean, even when people come into us, we will say, here, get another appraisal. You find out what your stuff. We want you to be comfortable. You've had this stuff for 30, 40 years. We want you to be comfortable getting rid of it or just knowing it's going to a good home and that you're getting a fair price for your stuff. Like, like a person like this week, um, someone's got 10,000 CDs. 10,000. 10,000. What a CD, like, like CD player? Like so you put in the CD player? Yeah, CDs. You know what they still are. use those? Yeah, okay, sorry. You know MP3s and things they just play music off of now, right? Okay, but someone's got 10,000. Well, I'm going to try and help them. It's it's what we we're, we're not just a one-trick pony. We actually know a lot of stuff, but we do we deal with gold, we deal with coins, we deal with uh, uh silver, we deal with co- someone brought in 1500 pieces of costume jewelry this week. Okay? Well, that's I, that's going to be a lot of work. But the 10,000 CDs will probably do in bulk. But the person apparently worked at a record store, and hopefully they're all different, not all 10,000 of the same one. No, that will be a drag. Well, it'll be an interesting story, that's for sure. Yeah, no, no, that's... They that's, produced 10,000, uh, I got all, every single copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's rare. But we also, another person had 1,500 silver dollars, just brought them in. They got a quote from someone else. We quoted higher, and they were happy about it. Uh, we, had, uh, we sold a watch this week. A watch that had a watch inside of a gold coin. It was worth about $5,000. Wait, a watch inside of a gold coin? Isn't it usually the other way around? No, no. They had the gold coin, and they put the watch inside it. We also did, uh, we have, unfortunately, we took in 51 uh, Royal Daltons. Royal Daltons. I know. We can help people with Royal Daltons. The only problem is we have to be explained. We have to help you. Royal Daltons are no good. No, no, they are good. They're just not as good as they used to be. Everything. There's no such thing as a bad product. It's just bad pricing or someone who paid too much for it. You know what I think they, they, they should be called? What? Paperweights. Yeah. No, okay. Thank you. That's, that, that's not helping us at all here. But also another person sold their house this week, and they turned some of the proceeds into gold and silver, and we saved them money on that as well. They like sold the house and bought everything in gold and silver. No, no, no. They, they only bought like $20,000. Oh, okay. But it's a first step. And, and they're just trying to protect themselves against we don't know what's happening in the United States with Mr. Trump and all the things going so on. So that's going to affect gold and silver prices? Well, yeah. We don't understand. If, if NAFTA doesn't go through, our Canadian dollar might go down. Yeah, but doesn't that increase the prices of gold and silver? It'll increase the price of gold and silver, but your money's going to be worth less. Okay. Uh, okay. So now this is why we want people to phone us and find out, uh, like I say, if they have paintings. Like a person this week had 51 paintings. Three of the paintings were good. They're worth about $20,000, $21,000. The other 48 were worth less than $100 combined, probably. Yeah, but that, all you need is that one good one. No, but that's what it is. That's what, it, well, that's what we do. We come and we'll take the, get the one. That's good. A statue I thought was going to be worth fifteen hundred ends up being worth three thousand. That's not bad. Yeah, no, no. It's just we do the research on it. We try and find stuff for people. And like I say, we're all over. Like I was in London yesterday, and uh, two people came in. They made appointments for me to come down and see them, um, because they actually said we have a problem. We're uh, we're thinking about downsizing, and what we want to do is I'd rather have people call us early. Because well, if, God, we need time, okay? Well, speaking of appointments and appraisals, if you want one live on air right now, it's at the GTA is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. I also want interest, and don't have even appraisals. I like to hear about interesting things. 
I'd rather if they're going to sell them, but I also like to find out what people have out there, okay? I believe that people have, I, I talk about this, they've got lottery tickets in their basement. They've got things that are worth millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars in their basement, and they're just they're not checking. Unless, they check, unless you check your lottery ticket, unless you call a person like us and find out what something's worth, what's going to happen is that you'll pass on or, or forget about it or the, the one of those junk, we got your junk places will come in and take it all and you'll get nothing for it. Like I say, I've never met a garbage man that runs around with a checkbook. We run around with a checkbook. Like I got a story here. I'm going to just wear with you. I'm going off camera. There's a radio show. You don't feel going off camera. What? No, no, no. We're on camera. People can pod us or whatever. What do they do with us? Podcasting. But Podcasting. Okay, go, okay. go on with what you're talking about. Okay. This week, someone brought this into my store, okay? Uh-huh. I want to, in the camera, I'm going to show this. This is thirty, about $25,000 worth of money. Remember the show we did where we got all those Zimbabwe dollars in the mattress? Yeah. This money came out of a mattress. There was nothing after 1937 in this, okay? This was all saved in a mattress. Like this bill's here. I'm going to say this bill here. Wait, so someone brought all that money in, said that was in a mattress? This was all in a mattress, okay? So, 19... Does it give it more value? What if there's so a mattress in your basement? You should, you should go through it? Is that no, what you're but, saying? But the idea is that what happens, luckily this person called me, okay? Luckily they saved it. They didn't throw out the mattress, number one, okay? That's the first thing they didn't do. But this is the bank. Like, we, did you know that we had in Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce? Before it was the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, it was the Bank of Commerce and the Imperial Bank. And before 1937, they used to issue notes. Like right now, you get your notes from the Royal Canadian Mint, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, back then, these people, like this bank, is this a Bank of Canada note? Mm -hmm. This particular note here is worth about $4,000. It just says 25 cents on it. No, that says $50. Oh. But this is a 1937, in this condition, because it was in the mattress all that time, is worth about $4,000. person wouldn't know. Okay, this so bu- if, you, if it's coming out of your mattress, it gets, it's worth more after that? So if yeah, I just take it's a bill. Yeah, so if I take a bill and I put it into my mattress, it increases the value no, instantly? No. I think you're missing the point. No, no, it sounds about right. You forget about what you've done is you've forgotten about. It. Like this is a Bank of Toronto, but a Bank of Toronto note. I want for people, if you can see this, I don't know how they do That's it. That's okay. Podcast. No, it, don't worry. Okay, this bill is only worth about $200. Do you have a camera? No. Huh. This bill's only worth 200 That one there, and this is older. This is an older bill. So people collect So, okay, them. so it's saying no matter how it looks, but the condition's what matters, right? Yeah. This is worth 5000 Oh, sorry, I'm okay. showing it to the wrong person. No, I... This is my first day on camera, eh? Okay, I, th- it doesn't matter. I'm not interested in these bills anyway. We have to get to the phone lines. Uh, we're going to go to Ernest in uh, Little Britain. Ernest. Hello. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. I like to know what uh, the value is of. I got uh, six sets of American uh, annual sets, 1999 till 2005, and it's the ten coin sets. Oh, these are the ones from the. Um, these are American sets, right? Yes, yes. They come in little black boxes. Uh, they kind of fold up. They're plastic. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the big. Blue and white with the Liberty on. Yeah. Now, is the it, five coins and then the five quarters. 
two plastic. Oh yeah, the collector. If they, if you've got the silver ones, uh, they go for about twenty dollars. If you've just got the regular ones, we've been selling for about five dollars in our store. We don't get as many up here, but in the United States, they made a lot of them. Again, yep. I keep on telling people, um, buy silver. If you're going to buy coins, buy what you like. But don't. if you're going to buy to invest, buy your silver and gold coins and, and keep your premium low. Right. I, can't, I can't overemphasize that. Now, it's always nice. I, you didn't pay a lot for these. This is okay. You paid $5, $10. But there's some of these um, um, TV shows that are trying to sell you coins that they say are worth uh, $550 uh, because they only made 9,000 of them in the Royal Canadian Mint. Well, there might only be 6,000 collectors in the world. And what will happen, you pay that money and your grandkids might get your money back on it, okay? It's like, but your coins here, you didn't pay a lot of money, but they're not going to go up a ton unless the price, unless you have the silver ones and then silver goes up. Okay, so roughly what, what are these things These are worth $5 or $20, depending oh, okay. which ones so you have. that's not the best news then. But uh, thanks for the call. We're going to go into the next call. Uh, Raymond in Toronto. Raymond, you there? Hi, I'm here. Hey, what do you got? I've got a, a signed uh, napkin and a, and a picture frame with Lady Diana's uh, photograph in it. I okay. bought it in Las Vegas about 22 years ago. Now, I have the documentation. It's uh, authentic. And it's a 30 by 24 gold frame. It's all done in layers of... Uh, Inlays, and then her picture's right in the middle with the signed uh, napkin that was signed at a banquet she was at in the U.S. at one time. Okay. What would that be worth? I haven't. Now, but you have the provenance. As long as it's an authentic, it's, um, uh, how do I put it, uh, a good person that authenticated it. Because there are yeah, some people out there that are. The store in, in Caesar's Palace, I purchased it from. Oh, okay, okay. You got it from them? Okay, good, good, good. Yep. Okay. On those. If it's on a cut, I've seen them as high. If it's on a photo or a cut, it's a photograph of her, and it's a signed napkin. A napkin. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. It's set in the picture frame. Okay. And it's very, very like the frame is probably worth a thousand bucks alone. The I, way it's been done. Okay, but the problem that's what sometimes people do that, but as a cut, it's only worth a hundred to hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty dollars. If it was on a photo, it would be worth four or five thousand dollars. This is the thing: people collect photos, but what yours is called a cut, where they put that with it, and what they've done is spend a lot of money on the frame, a lot of money on a photo, did all this, and you have to beware. And like, if you want to die like a Diana item, you're paying full pop, as I call it. You're paying full retail on it, okay? And mm-hmm. it's in today's market, like if it was on a photo, four to five thousand, but as a cut, two fifty. Nicely presented in the framing, you might get five hundred on a retail basis in today's market. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Thank you very much. There's your appraisal for that call. Um, we're gonna go to a quick break, and if you want to, if you want to get our phone number, it's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six. Seven four zero four seven four zero. Do you ever say your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it? The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one: nine zero five seven three seven gold. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. 
What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We made it through the break. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to quickly jump to the phone calls. We're going to go to uh, Ruth in Georgetown. Ruth, you there? Yeah. What do you got? I have an old wooden um, hockey game, and it's uh, from, it says National G-Man Hockey on the back with all the rules. It's a Monroe game Yep. from St. Albans Street in Toronto. Okay, and you've got the net, the, net, the, cl- the little net, nets are still with it? Yep, it's in perfect shape. And the men are there? Okay. The men are all there, and you can read all the rules and everything on the back. Okay, mainly they go for about between 150 to $200. I mm-hmm. just bought one for $60, and it was in a, in a, a consignment shop. <laughs> I go to my competition, check out their prices, eh? And uh, then you buy their stuff. Yeah, and then I buy their stuff if it's too cheap. <laughs> on uh, what's funny is that's an older game, and people put them on the wall. And they're nice. They're they're not that neat to play. I, I like the ones where the the men go up and down the sliders and. Uh, and oh th- yeah, this is really hard on your finger when you pull it. But my uh, brother and I <laughs> used to play it in the forties. Do you still have the cards that your brother and you had back then? Uh, Hockey cards. All I've got is what's glued onto the back. Oh, you glued the cards back on. No, I didn't glue anything on the back. The the name of the company and everything is on the back, and I don't think we had the cards. Yeah, no, no, they had. On these uh, these sets, uh, they go between one hundred and fifty two fifty. People use them as decoration. The one it's kind of funny. The ones that came out uh, later on, the sixties, and everyone's played that, uh, where the men go up and down. And you had the little marble there, and you had the little Stanley Cup on the top, and everything like that. The men. Uh, Toronto and Montreal uh, don't go for as much money. They go for about $30 a set. But some of the other teams, when they did the expansion, um, St. Louis Blues, Buffalo Sabres, Vancouver Canucks, this is about 67 through to 71, the metal men, just the men, will sell for $50 to $100 a set in some of these. Um, sometimes I will buy the hockey game, leave the hockey game there, and just take the men. Because the hockey game's too hard. don't have metal men. No, no. Yours is the older one. No, I was just going to another kind of set. I was trying to segue to a a, a time where 1960s. But no, your set's a nice set. Um, Anytime you want to bring it in, I'd be buying it for about $60, $70. But I'm going to sell between $150 and $200, depending on the condition. Okay? Okay. Thank you for the call. Sure can. I've got a collection of antique christening gowns. I've got about 85 of them. What? Yeah. 
I want Sebastian to take your name on this one. If you hang on the line, I'd oh, like to talk fantastic. to you about this late. Pardon? Okay. Sebastian's the producer here. He's the guy who makes my mine and Bogart's job really, really easy. Okay? But if you talk to him for one minute, because uh, I'd love to talk to you about these Christian gowns uh, off air, because if you have 85 of them, I have a really neat idea. Oh, God. But, uh-oh. No, you don't have to wear even Bogart. Okay, thank you for a call. Uh, we'll go stay on the line, and we're going to jump to our next call. Uh, we're going to uh, Marsha in Hamilton. Marsha, are you there? Yes. Hey, Marsha, what do you got? I'm in a noisy place. I'm not at home, but um, so if you could just speak up a bit. Okay. Hey, what, what do you got? I have two bronze figurines. They were given to my husband and I as a wedding gift 49 years ago, and they were over 100 years old then. Excuse me. Marsha, you still there? You cut off in the middle of it. Marsha? Okay, on bronzes, it'll all depend on who the foundry was and how many they made of them. And I'd like to, um, the bronzes are always good. Uh, if they were act genuine antique, especially if they're French bronzes, there's always a market on. But what we have to do is what kind of bronzes they are, what the figures are, how tall they are, who the foundry was, if there's any um, make, um, maker's mark on it, and uh, the artist who actually did it. And hopefully the, the print was small. Like you've seen those Remington bronzes where they have the guy in the horse, the Indian on the horse. Sure. With the spear. Yeah, you've seen them. They, but they've made so many of them. The early ones, the early ones, uh, Ones are always worth a bit more. Okay, let's go next call. Uh, next call is me, uh, Mary in Burlington. Mary, you there? Oh no, this is Mary. This is John. Oh, hi, hey, John. Sorry, John, <laughs> what, what do you got? I've got a baseball. Uh, it's been autographed by the Blue Jays, and I think it's '84 or '85 vintage. Oh, you don't know which year. Uh, okay, either we- or. Okay. But I've got some of the names on there. No, I'd have to. What I'd have to do with this? This is what we, how we do baseballs. One is that if it's a complete team, okay. Yep. Uh, and we would check that against the roster because it depends if it's a spring training ball, if it's no, a ball. It's, the it's last a game of the uh, the season. Perfect. Oh, wow. oh, and eighty-five, eighty-five. Isn't that George Brett? Year? I remember I had tickets for that. Okay. On, um, oh, I, I can tell you who was. Uh, Garth Orge was on the team. Al Whitbar was there. Uh, Barry Bunnell, Ernie Witt. And I think it was the last year that Joey McLaughlin played for the uh, for the Jays. Well, that's how I would match it up. What I match up is all the signatures that are on it, same way we do with sticks to see what year they're from. Uh, 84 or 85. 84 is not as good. Probably about $150. I think everyone's still alive. 85 is the first year I think we actually came close. And it might have a little bit better. Your best years, your 92, 93, the World Series balls are always right. worth more money. But if you've got the last game, and um, it'd still be probably 100 And here's what has to, has to happen as well. It, it's done in ink. Has to can no fading and depends on how strong the signatures are. Okay, who's on the right. sweet spot, and if it's complete. If you're missing one, it brings the ball down in half. It yeah, just no, does. I've got about eighteen names on there. Oh, you need twenty five. <laughs> okay, so hold so, on. What's the price on I, it then? Oh, probably, maybe a hundred. You might <laughs> tracking down those other guys is going to take a lot of air miles. Um, yeah, probably. But if it's eighteen. <sighs> Bell's on there, Barfield's on there, but it's still around, around signing. Um, uh, you yeah, might get a hundred, hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah, I've, I've got Steve, Dave, Steve, and Jimmy Williams on there. Is Key on there? Uh, 
I can't see. I can't make it out if it is. He's a real short signature, I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think um, I got Cliff Johnson on there. Yeah, Heathcliff. Yeah, I loved him. Okay. Yeah. Any of the old, like we, um, with the old sports memorabilia, especially the balls, any of the signed sticks, I'm looking for one cu- one of our cu- listeners out there to call me and says, I've got a sweater from the 1964 Toronto Maple Leaf baseball team or hockey team. Okay. Um, 64 was the last year for our Toronto Maple Leafs, the baseball that we had here. But a hockey jersey out of the 60s, if you had something like that, $10,000. Wow. You know, oh, I'm talking real money. Right yeah, and even um, anything out of the 70s. Uh, but the 60s is a, is a time where all us fans remember. the bat. We all, like I say, when I was talking about Mac the Knife, when I think about the 1960s Leafs, I smile. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't relate to you guys. But... I have a question now. Sure. Uh, I, I've missed it, but if you've given it out. But do you have a website? That I yeah, can okay. It's... Um, Say, you can email us at sales at Toronto Gold Silver, all one word, oh, dot com. Could you S A L E S? Yeah. And there's tr- at right. Toronto Gold Silver dot com. I'm going to get another website that's easier to say on the air. I think this would be a smart thing on my part. On, uh, but we have a store at 10,341 Young Street. But if you're going to bring something like that up, you got to call to make sure I'm there because I am getting so busy. Like I say, uh, I'll be in the store this week, two or three days. But uh, it's always best to call and make sure I'm there. Well, speaking of being busy, we appreciate the phone call. We're going to have to move on to uh, Shirley in Cambridge. Shirley, you there? Yes, I am. What do you got for us today? I have a Rolex watch that was never worn, okay. and it's from 1980. It's The end number is 173, and it's got like it's a... Auto just or just date one? Okay. Do you know which which one is it? A Seamaster is uh, no, that's Omega. Sorry. Oh, it's um, it's I, I can't. It's not. I'm too, I don't have it here. I'm at my friend's, but it's. Uh, can you name another one? It's not Seamaster. Uh, if you bring it in, oh, here's a couple things. I li- live in Cambridge and I don't drive, so. Oh, we combined Rolex. I can come pick up, but here's the things for the Rolex. Okay. Uh, number one is. Uh, the papers that go with it are no very... No papers. No papers, that's not good. I got it given to me from a 95-year-old lady that passed away, and it still had the green thing on the back of the watch that she never wore it. <laughs> oh, is it a lady's Rolex? Yeah, it uh. had a little um, piece of green thing that never was removed because she never wore it because it was too heavy for her arm. Okay, here's a couple things. Ladies yeah. ro- men's Rolexes sell very, very well. Okay. Ladies' watches, as a general rule... Uh, we melt them, even though they don't have that much gold in them. Now, Rolex is a little bit... What about the diamonds in them? I know, I know, but I had a Rolex. We had a Rolex, and it was appraised at $12,000. We ended up getting, uh, I think, 1800 for it. Um, just, they don't, nobody wants them in the same way. And this is where sometimes it's, it depends on what someone's appraised at and what you can actually get. Uh-huh. And this is where Bogart and I... I just got it. She just passed away a, few, a week ago, so... I could take a look at it, but now here's why. If it's got a lot of diamonds, diamond encrusted, we would get it appraised first, just so you know what you have and we know what you have. Yeah. Don't go and get it fixed or, or, or running oh, or no, anything. I'm not touching it. I'm no, just, no. I was thinking about getting it appraised. Yeah. We have a guy here that the watchman in Kitchener that I was going to take it to. Yeah, no, no, if, if he's close. But yeah. now before you take his offer, always if you get well, the appraisal. 
at least bounce it off us, say, Paul, what would you pay for this? Or we might be able to do it on consignment and be able to sell it for you that way. Now, I can't see the watch, so I can't say right now. But if you have the appraisals with the diamonds, and he'll say what diamonds are in it. um, uh, Well, there's 12 diamonds. It's like one, one for every 12 one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, but it's not an encrusted case. See, some of the ones are encrusted cases. But going back to watches, what's important? I'm just. This is just general information for a lot of our listeners. Is the box it's one of these came, Oscar or Oyster? Oyster, yeah, Rolex Oyster. Okay. Okay. Um, what's important with watches is uh, we just sold a, a PJ this week that had had the box, had the papers. Yeah. Once you have the box, the papers, and the watch. You always get the top money for it. If yeah. you're missing the pot, like say if I have a Cartier watch and I don't have the papers, I can't get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, thanks a lot. And if you after you've done that, give us a call at my shop, which is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three, and we can give you a price over the phone of what we would pay or put on consignment for you. How's that? Okay. Thanks Thank for you. the call. We're gonna go on to Jim in Ajax. Jim, you there? Hello. Hey, Jim. What do you got? I have a bunch of baseball cards, uh, enough that my wife's going to kick me out if I don't get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. I started collecting in 89, Uh and I have got every set from uh, 76 to 93, and I have uh, a couple hundred probably unopened boxes, mainly from 89 to 92. Okay. And then I've got all kinds... we, my wife built a uh, theater closet, and I filled it up with baseball cards, uh-huh. so she's not real happy. <laughs> well, you're not going to be happy with the answer. Here. Okay. Uh, okay, here's the thing. Um, you're 76. If you've got top sets between 76 and 79, some of those are worth money. 75 would have been a good year. That's, uh, oh, Jimmy Rice, Freddie Lynn, Joe Car- I mean, um, Gary Carter rookie cards. A lot of these are driven by the rookie cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're in mint shape, did you collect stuff in mint shape, or did you just um, not the street? old ones? Oh, okay, that's not where the, the money ones. is. But I do have some mint ones, yes, yeah. uh, the newer ones, so like the ninety and ninety one, ninety two. You might have shopped at my store. I had a store at uh, four hundred and four hundred one. I had a twenty five thousand square foot store that just sold baseball, hockey, and, and comic books back in nineteen ninety. And then, I don't know if you remember. It was, so uh, you're the reason why his closet's full. I might be part of the reason. But well, those set, now a lot of that stuff we put into auction and uh, you don't get a lot of money for it because they, may, they overproduce those years, okay? Yeah. Um, especially up till about 93. Um, yeah. Uh, your unopened boxes do sell, but $5, 10 15 $20, depending unless you have some special boxes. I'd have to see them, but you're welcome. You know something? Send me off a list of the boxes to our um, sales at Toronto Gold Silver. I can do two things. One one way I can tell you what we would pay, and I can suggest maybe some other people who could buy them from you. Okay? That's the main reason for my call because, uh, you know, I don't know how to get rid of them. Yeah, I have a couple people that will take it on large amounts. I still... I hate to admit, from my store being in 1990, now that was, what, 27 years ago, I still have boxes of cards from that time period, yeah. okay? I'm a bar, I'm park collector as well. I'm with you guys out there, okay? <laughs> I, I've got a lot of other ones that I'm not going to get rid of. I've got some good sets, but I got, have some, I got two signed Mickey Mantle cards. And oh, Matt, like Mantle's that. good. Mantle, yeah. yeah. But, he was here. But, he got signed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, at, you know, 
eventually uh, I'll uh, get rid of them or give them to my grandkids or something. But uh, these other ones, I I got to get them out of here somehow. So I can suggest uh, this though on your mantle. So if you didn't get the pray, if you got them, um, I should have them authenticated. So if you're going to pass them down to your kids. Two things. You get them authenticated, number one. Number two is you tell them the value. You tell them that these are not $50 autographs because some people yeah. take advantage. The kids come in and a 19-year-old come in, I just want my dad left me this. I don't know what it's worth. And uh, sometimes the shops are less than forthcoming. How's that? Yeah, Make sure well, they kind of know what they're worth, okay? They're pretty sharp kids. The youngest one's 17, so. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Sometimes yeah. it happens. I'm just, I'm, hey, I'm just trying to help. Part of what we do here is we try and help people, take the stress out of it, and uh, that's how we're doing. Thank you very much for the call, and give, give me an email when you get a chance. Thank you. And we're going to go to uh, Janice in Scarborough. Janice, are you there? Janice, do you have something for Consignment Heroes today? Sounds like you're picking up your phone. Hello. Hi, hi. Janice. What do you uh, got? Oh, hi. I've got quite a few things. The first one is um, it's new... Uh, called New Covert's Map of Ancient London with the date of 1658 on it. Okay. And that... it was uh, bought as a gift for my father from either Sotheby's or Christie's in London. Yes, this is a nice item. What, what's the date, map again? Well, on the map it says 1658. Wow. I think the original was 1598. And to go with it is a copy of John Stowe's um, Survey of London. Okay. Do you have any ideas about what that could be worth? Pardon? Oh, no, no, I'd have to... <coughs> Excuse me one second. <coughs> I would love to see this. Uh, this is not something I can probably do over the phone. No, I mean, I, I would love to do... It's... It, I've, I've got that, and I've got um, sort of a, a copy of a, well, a comic from 1953, School Friend. Okay, which comic? It's called School Friends, it's called? Yes, it was a British one. <coughs> oh, okay, like Beano and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's 1953. Then I've got a pair of silver salt shakers in silver. How old are they, do you know? Um, well, they were from uh, Regent Street, Goldsmiths and Silversmiths Company. <coughs> It'll all depend on how, how uh, pretty they are and what the, who the maker was. Unfortunately, a lot of silver, but salt seekers, because they don't weigh a lot, generally don't get melted the same way. No, no. Um, the bigger pieces get melted because the price of the silver is worth more than what people are willing to pay for the items anymore. Okay. Yes, yeah, but I think I've got a feeling they could be Georgian. Oh, but that's why I'd like to see them. If, if there's a chance, I would either see come and see you because you don't sound like you're going to be driving. Are you in the city of Toronto? Yes, I live in Scarborough. So okay, that's where I'm going to be buying my 10,000 CDs this week, so uh, I might be able to come on. If you hang on to the line, talk to Sebastian... He can get your number and give you a call offline, uh, or you can call me at my store, which is uh, Mm 905-737-4653. And if I'm not there, someone will take the message. And just say the 1550, that map, I'd be very interested in seeing for sure. 
Well, <laughs> speaking yeah, Michael, of being in contact with us, uh, if you want to contact us live on air right now, it's uh, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. That's for any type of appraisal of anything, like, you know, what anyone's talking about on this radio show. If you want to reiterate anything or just what you're looking at, I want to get checked out, just give us a call. It's also toll-free at one 740 And we'll go to a quick break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. Our lines are ringing off, and we have to get to jump to the phone lines right away. We're going to go to uh, James in Curtis. Oh, hi there. Hey, James, what do you got for us today? You're just out I'm by Oshawa, right? It's about the, uh, like, a vintage trunk. Uh, humpback or flat? It's just the flat with the lid. I don't have the skeleton key. Ah, uh, okay. So you okay. can't even open it? So I can open it, yes, you know, and then the left just, side it has little drawers in it for your jewelry and such. Yeah. Now the thing about these is sometimes they smell musty. If it's if it's it smells clean, you haven't had it in the basement or the garage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They'll sell seventy-five to one hundred and twenty-five dollars. People do okay. use them as coffee tables. Um, they're never going to be used as a trunk ever again. I just thought people might like it, you know, put it in the oh. front of their bed and such. No, that's what it goes in the bedroom. They use it as blanket boxes or they'll use it for in the in the dining room or something like that. Um, just um, there's they're collectible. It's one of those things that's it's still got a use, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it fits, you know, the nice thing about it, it fits on an elevator. So if someone's bringing it up to their condo, they can do it easily, yeah. okay? It, it, it's from Scotland. Okay, how old is it? Uh... Could be near a hundred years, I think. Wooden or metal? 
Oh, it's wood. Yeah. Okay. Now that's all. You've got all everything going for it. Probably getting the high side of about one fifty for them. Okay. okay. A dealer will pay you less, but uh, that's what it should go for. Okay. 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 Thanks so much, guys. No Th- problem. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're gonna go with John and Potterville. Potterville. Where's Potterville? Good afternoon. Hey, John. What do you got? Wait a minute. I want to know where's Potterville. Well, it's not Potterville. It's Pottersville. Oh, I know where Pottersville is. Okay, go okay. ahead, sir. All right. So, <laughs> okay. like, between uh, 27 and 400 below Highway 9. Yes, yeah. No, no. That's He was just... Our typing wasn't so good. How's that? Okay. Uh, okay. I had a hard time explaining because he didn't know where the heck Pottersville was either. I do know. I've been... Uh, there was uh, auctions run up there, and I've been there a lot of time. Yeah, no. There's an auction they run on a regular basis down at the Lions Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. So, what do you got for us today? I got three old cards, apparently baseball cards, that apparently came out of cigarette packages. Yeah. Uh, Al Simmons, okay. Greenberg, and Frankie Fitch. Okay, now, here, I know, I, sometimes I'm not trying to skirt around this, but it'll, there's a couple things with this. With the old cigarette cards, it'll matter who's on the front, and they had different variations. You, Everyone knows about the Onus Wagner that's worth mm-hmm. about $2 million. But the ones you've got there, Frankie Frisch, uh, Simmons, these are all, um, depends on who the back is on them. Like, they'll have varieties. Like, different cigarettes from the same company would put different backs on them. And they are like Obac or different cigarettes. And the fronts would be the same. Now, to add a little bit more confusion to this, I'm trying, not trying to make everyone's eyes glaze over, but sometimes there'll be varieties in the picture of the same guy. And the varieties is what creates the high prices. Some of these cards can go up to five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. If you've got images of them and send me the front and the backs, I can get you exact prices on them. Yeah, on the back it has just all statistics and when they went into the Hall of Fame. But they are cigarette cards. Apparently, that's what the guy told me. And, oh no, uh, no, these aren't. Okay, cigarette cards are going to be. You remember the old Brook Bond cards, uh, the T cards? They're about that size. They're very, very small. Uh, Regular-sized cards. Okay. Now, so, the, no, the cigarette cards that I'm thinking about were issued up between uh, 1888 by uh, up till about 1920 and or 30. Oh. And they're, um, they're, they're about one inch by two and a half inches. Yeah, I've so, got a few of those, too. Yeah, no, those are much better. It's funny that you had those three. That I said, these are all good, really good cards if they're cigarette cards. Um, and people have them, like... Uh, Honus Wagner, there's two of them in Canada, and they're about $2 million for one baseball card. And not only that, but it sells right away. But there are a lot of other cards. There are many cigarette sets that are worth $100,000, dollars $300,000. Well, you no, know, it's just that the guy that I bought them off, I used to work with him, and he had a guy that worked on the farm, and he used to smoke cigarettes, and that's where he said they came out of. Uh, okay, I'd have to see it because... It, when these guys went in the Hall of Fame, they went in after 1936, okay? So if it says they're in the Hall of Fame, these cards were produced after 36. Yeah, one was 47, one was 56, and the other one was 53. Yeah. So they, I don't think they made any cigarette cards up that, I, I, I'd have to check my book, but it's about. I've asked a few people about them. Nobody can give me a price on them. Send me a picture. I'll get you a price, okay? Right. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to Gwen in Mississauga. Gwen, you there? Hello. Hey, Gwen, what do you got? Hi, I've got, um, I think it's a 5x7 autographed picture of Conway Twitty 
uh, back in his rock and roll days, probably about 1959, 1960. Okay. It's uh, it's not a photo. It's just um, a print of him, but he has signed it. I met him at a record store. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, so it's not a publicity shot? that You actually got the autograph. I did. I, I met him that day and got it from him. Not many people to trust you, but I'm going to trust you now, Gwen. Okay? <laughs> now... Uh, Conway Twitty's probably on that. If it's on a photo like that, you'll probably get, he's been passed for a while now, probably get about $100. Really? Um, yeah, no, I like Conway Twitty. So, wow. But the thing about, here's the thing that goes against it sometimes, is that the, the country western stars were nicer people, and they would sign, okay? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they weren't drunk out of them. Sorry, I shouldn't say this, but rock and roll stars are a whole different game because oh, they I had, know. yeah, they, um, Outside influences. That's the best way to put it, okay? Yeah. So yeah, that it's agree. hard to verify the signatures, okay? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, something like that. Did, did you get a record from that day or just got the picture and that was it, eh? Uh, I already had the record, so I, I do have an, an LP of, um, oh, I don't even remember what it's called now, Platinum something or other, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's well-worn, the record, for sure. <laughs> records records, and vinyl records are making a big comeback right now, and we are buying them. We're, two years ago, I wouldn't have bought them for, for counterfeit money. And now uh, we're getting um, the, the vinyl records are coming in, and we're actually selling them, as long as they're in good condition, especially the rock and roll. Wow, um, really? Country Western's a little tougher, and Conway be more associated with pop or Country Western than they would be with rock and roll, yeah, if I remember yeah. correctly. And, uh, uh, but uh, any of that vinyl, the Beatles, uh, Rolling Stones, even some of the lesser bands are worth the money. Well, well, that's you good know. to know. I should go through my uh, collection and see what I've got. And we'll buy the record. If you decide to get rid of it, we'll buy the record player too. How's that? Okay? <laughs> just want to buy everything. Everything that's there, you just want to buy. No, I want to buy and sell. Buyer. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're going to jump to the next call. We're going to go into uh, Kathy in Georgetown. Yeah, hello. Hey, Kathy from Georgetown. What do you got? Um, it's funny. I just I was just at a show today, and I picked up um, an original painting by um, uh, Zoltan Zabo. Zoltan Zabo. Yeah, what is that and for? It's, pardon me. What is that for? Oh, like, it, well, it's it's, a, it's an original oil on board. Mm. And so I've been doing some research this morning to see that I can find he is a. Um, a watercolor artist normally, but this the signatures that I'm researching are matching quite well. And now, I is it a watercolor or is it a as an oil? No, this the one I have is actually an oil. And it's not a print. It's not a print. I trust. Yeah, it's not a print. It's an original oil on board. Okay, I'd have to check that with my list at home. On uh, we have an art. I have an art book, but. Weighs about twenty five pounds. Um, yeah. I think now you sure you got it at an antique shop or just at a flea market or? Yeah, at an antique at an antique shop or a market. Yeah. And he didn't know what he had, or he didn't. I, I don't think so. Okay, that happens. You know, I take advantage of these people all the time. Don't say and, that. No, Please. I don't take advantage of my clients. If someone's hired me, we don't take advantage of them. But if someone's got a uh, consignment shop and they don't know what they have, I'm going to buy it just as much as someone else, you know. But I would um, you know, give me a call tomorrow, and you're sure it's the oil, because uh, it'd, it'd be it'd be a nice piece if it's the oil from him, original. 
Okay. Who was the artist on that again? Uh, Zoltan Zabo. That's Z- just a cool S-Z-A-B-O, name. S-Z-A-B-O, right? I just like that name. That's Hello? awesome. Yeah. Well. Now, what's wrong with you now? No, I'm just saying Zoltan Zabo is a pretty cool name. Okay. I do buy everything you know. I, I know. I can tell. I can see a lot of stuff that you own. I can tell you own a lot of stuff. Okay, thank you. No, our idea, Boga, you can't sell from an empty wagon. You have to buy stuff. But a lot well, of, you can sell the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> what we have is, this is a little bit of the show coming, the Storage Wars coming out again on you. I thought you were, I've been t- teaching you better. On this here, what you got to do, what we do is we help people, we help people get rid of their stuff, okay? But we have to take possession of their stuff to get rid of their stuff. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, okay. of course. I know. I get that. But still, like it's, you know, you don't want to take advantage of people. No, we don't. We just try and give people a uh, transparent um, transaction. We say, your stuff's worth this. Here's what we can sell it for. Here's what we want to pay for it. You know, I think you have another call. I don't know if you do or not. Oh, what else did you have to show us here? No, that was the main thing was the mattress mine because I want to talk to people who have, like there are listeners out there who used to be old bank tellers. Okay, well, speaking about a listener, we are going to get to our last call before we finish, wrap up the show. It's going to be Jake in Toronto. Jake, you there? Yes, I am. What do you got for us? I have a bronze lady lamp. She looks um, sort of oriental and it stands about two, three feet high and she's got a shell that she's holding and it's a light and it's signed by... Looks like Lapri Blaise, B L A I S E Y. Say that again, L A S? L A P R I E, I think it is, and B, last name is B L A I S A Y. L S. Have you never heard of this before? No, I'm trying to think. I mean, I got the spelling wrong. B A L, what? Sorry? B L A I S E Y. B L A. You, I think I know this, yeah. So this is a bronze, thing. right? Or is it a lamp? Or is it now is a repro? Or is it like is it a pot metal? Or is it actually bronze? It's bronze. Okay. I picked up some beautiful lamps. It's in mint condition. So, so okay. So what do you do with bronze ske- uh, statues? What are they roughly going for? You're vandalizing no, no. this like, No, no. It's, I have to see it. You say it's three feet high. This one, can you send me off a picture to my uh, website? Sure. Because just sure. how you described it. Um, and um, my website is sales. We won't get to it till tomorrow because I don't get into shop. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That Toronto Gold Silver is all one word. And anyone listening out there can do the same thing. If you couldn't get through today and you've got, you need uh, some information or some way we can help, pictures tell a thousand words. Even though we're on radio, I shouldn't be saying that, but pictures tell a thousand words, and I can usually do a little bit better job that way. And you can tell me if you just want to get it appraised, if you need to get it for insurance purposes, or you want to sell it, or just move it along, or just have a story to tell your kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing we tell people. Even if after you've talked to us and you want to keep something, you want to hand it down to your kids, make sure they know what it's worth, Okay. Just use it. Tell them the story. Every every item you've got, if it's a memory like we talked earlier on the show, if it's a memory for you and you want to pass down the item to your kids, tell them what the memory was. Okay? It's part of you. Even you know, Like we're here. We'd like to buy the stuff. We don't have to buy the stuff. Okay? Well, there. I want to thank all the listeners today. 
I want to thank Bogart for finally getting here. And, of course, Sebastian, who makes our job so easy. And, of course, Moses Neimer, who makes who allows us to come into your homes. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.